Mighty Ape is Australia's entertainment and pop culture superstore. With everything from movies, music, games, toys, books, hobbies and more, Mighty Ape is your one-stop shop for the things that matter most. They constantly have hot deals and exclusive promos. And if you visit their website on the click-through banner on fakechef.net's homepage, then your purchase will help support Good Movie Monday. Mighty Ape, Australia's entertainment and pop culture superstore. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. You mean to wish me a good morning? What do you mean that it is a good morning whether I want it or not? Please go away. Let me speak for the love of God. Hey, what's up, folks? Thanks for pressing play. This is Good Movie Monday, the weekly podcast presented by Fakeshemp.net, home of the nerdy cinematic rambling. My name is Glenn Cochran, host of the festivities, and riding shotgun is the future president of the Jim Wynorski fan club, Ben Helwig. Hey, mate, what's going on? Oh, you know, just uh, making signs and uh, getting ready for uh, Wynorski Palooza. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. And to you, our listener friends, thanks for chilling out with us. We're here to get your week off to the right start. That is, unless you're listening to us later on, in which case, thanks also and hope you have a good weekend. Uh, You can find our show on most major platforms like Podbean, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Player FM and the like, or you can just head straight to fakeshemp.net and find the entire catalogue, including all of our videos and a whole bunch of other cool stuff. We have a ripper show for you today. Something different to what we normally do. Actually, it's a mutated form of something that we normally do. We're going to be playing rapid fire for the entire show. Usually it's just Ben and myself during the midweek videos. And last week we had Mick Garris sitting in the firing line. But today it's the ultimate rapid fire We've got our regular weekly contributors joining us live this week to let rip a bunch of random questions at each other. And they are, of course, Jarrett Garn from MonsterFest. Hey, mate. How's it doing? Good, man. Yourself? How you going? Yeah, doing pretty good, man. I'm pretty excited. Oh, well, yeah. You're excited. You should feel these nipples. <laughs> and, of course, we have Guillermo Troncoso from Screen Realm. Hey, dude. Hey, man. How's it going? Um, happy to be here. Happy to be cancelled along with these guys. So it's all good. <laughs> It's going to happen. And Adam Ross, the president of the Australian Film Critics Association and host of Adam's Just Seen. G'day, mate. Yeah, I, I'm the most serious prestigious of all these people. <laughs> <laughs> skull, skull. Oh, good, no, good, good, to be, uh, yeah, good to be here. The sad thing is I don't think you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. So before we get started, we're going to take a few minutes to let these guys get limbered up. <laughs> I'm going to start with Jarrett. Dude, it's been pretty busy at your end of the uh, your end of the screen, mate. What's going on at the uh, Monster Grounds lately? Well, of course, last week we announced. Well, two weeks ago now, we announced the Monster Fest lineup. This last weekend, we've just opened Lowdown Dirty Criminals in cinemas across Australia and New Zealand, and we're just really prepping everything else for the next Monster Fest announcement, which is coming in September. And we're working on a few different little projects for other distributors. So working on a few little marketing projects for some upcoming films from Rialto and Umbrella. So it's it's never a dull second at the Monster office. Never a dull second. Cool. Plenty of stuff for us to report on in future episodes, I'm sure. Absolutely. And Guillermo, how about you, mate? What's going on at Screen Realm? Um, yeah, quite a bit of news. Um, we've got DC Fandom that's happening on the weekend. And, um, you know, whether you like it or not, Superhero films are the shit <laughs> in, in terms of cinema. 
and so there's a lot of news surrounding that. Ben Affleck's coming back as Batman um, in the Flash movie, and he's going to be alongside Michael Keaton as Batman as well. That's going to be insane. So the question is, are they going to keep going? Are they going to get Christian Bale back as Batman as well? Are they going to imagine getting Val Kilmer now <laughs> back as Batman? Like, that's what I want to see. I want to see Val Kilmer right now just in an argument with, like, Christian Bale. And Val Kilmer's like, rrr, 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 rrr. and Christian Bale just doing his thing. So that's exciting. Um, more superhero news. Olivia, Olivia Wilde is going to be directing a Marvel film. So the actress is going to be directing a Marvel film. And it's going to be a Sony film, and it's rumored to be Spider-Woman. That's a big deal as well. Uh, we've got a, a reboot of The Exorcist as well. Before, before you go any further... Do you have much more news lined up? An hour or two, if that's cool. Um, so then we've also got Will Smith. No, no. I'm going to throw to you a bit later to ask you about some movie news. Sick. <laughs> awesome. I, thought, I, I thought that was a throw. Oh, that's all right. Well, we're throwing everybody under the bus tonight. Adam, your turn, mate. Um, you've been you've become a bit of a celebrity lately. What's the deal with Ticker? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, look, I um I went to an Oscars party and... um. I got obscenely drunk uh, with Ben Norris, who won Big Brother one year, and he's the host of a new morning program. And I went uh, full, uh, well, you know, I think I'm on the spectrum. So I went full autistic about movies and that, you know, and so he was like, do you want to come in every Thursday and talk about movies? I'm like, God damn, I want to. So we've been doing that every Thursday and that's that's really good. So he thought he was the biggest movie nerd until I got into his lounge room <laughs> and now he's terrified of me. So and what is Ticker? Well, look, I I don't even know what ticker is, and I work there. Um, so you know, um, but look, I mean, it's it's a, it's a streaming news service. It's um it's multi pronged. They've got like you know entrepreneurs come on there. Uh, it's a bit of everything. So I think they they're thinking. So Aaron, who's the founder, is hoping that it can become a new alternative news source, or you know. He used to work at Sky and he's worked at other places and stuff. And he literally, the dude just built his own studio. And so I'm their new uh, kind of in-house film critic, which I, I dig. So it's good. So, you know, we'll see how it goes. But I mean, they're, they're putting in a lot of effort and they've got a good team assembled and it's growing every day. It's pretty cool. I've been I've, following it. It's impressive. Yeah, man, the studio is great. Like when I went in there and everything, I was like, okay, I've, I've actually arrived. You know, like I, I thought it was just my mum reading my reviews on Facebook. <laughs> but, you know, like I'm a, I'm a professional now. You know, but it's great. And Ben, um, not forgetting you, mate. How's it going over there? Yeah, pretty good. I was I was uh, not allowed into any of those meetings with uh, Umbrella or uh, <laughs> the Alto, those marketing meetings at work this week. So, uh, so there, there wasn't a real like, Alto one. I'm listening. <laughs> there was a, there was a, I'm listening to Jarrett talk about it going, oh, I haven't heard any of this. <laughs> so are we doing that, are we? Okay. Awesome. Uh, well, all right. Are you fellas ready to go? Yeah. Yes. All right, so we're going to get started right after we have a short word from the Scarefest. This Friday, Scarefest Television welcomes CyberCon guest Paul Taylor of Hellraiser Judgment. That's at 9 p.m. Eastern this Friday on ScarefestRadio.com or find us on Facebook and Twitter by following The Scarefest. You'll want to pin this one in. Yep, you heard Wes right. Paul T. Taylor is the star of Hellraiser Judgment and he plays Pinhead. He's going to be a special guest at Scarefest Cybercon, which is taking place this Saturday slash Sunday during the late hours slash early morning. 
It's August 29th on the American calendar. It's a virtual convention, lots of cool stuff, celebrities, vendors, panels, speakers, merch, all kinds of cool things to look at. Tickets are only five bucks, so if you spend some time there, you'll probably see my ugly mug talking about horror and shit. Just visit thescarefest.com, follow the click-through banner to purchase an entry pass and have some fun. But moving on, all right, amigos, let's play Rapid Fire. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Let's go. Now, uh, feel free to anyone jump in if you want to divert a little bit. If you, um, if it's a topic that you have have anything to say about. But Jarrett, we're going to start with you, and then we're going to fire through. All right, let's do it. Favorite Joe Dante film? Gremlins. Guillermo, Tommy Lee Jones. What's the first movie that comes to mind? Oh wow. Funnily enough, The Fugitive. Uh, I think I just saw that two days ago again. Great film. Perfectly answered. That's arguably one of his best performances. Yeah. Every in-house, outhouse, doghouse in this county. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. There we go. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Adam, favorite Stephen King tally movie? Ooh, um, oh, can I just cheat and just lie um, and just go on about The Outsider, like the HBO adaptation that just came out? I mean, look, I know oh, I watched that. Oh. Man, it was so sick. It was mad. You know, like that HBO production, Mendo gone full Mendo, El Cuco. I'm into it, man. It was rad. It was a slow burn, but it was, Hell yeah. I, I thought it was one of the best. Like, like King is having a moment, but man, The Outsider, it, it did it. I was very, very happy about that. All right, Ben. Awesome. Monkey Bone or James and the Giant Beach? Peach. Uh, monkey Bone, but mainly for the write-up in Neon Magazine about what it was going to be before it was actually made. They used to have that, do you remember they used to have that section about films in production? And the script, the storyline for Monkey Bone was completely different to the actual movie they made, but it sounded awesome. Well, I wonder if you've seen uh, James and the Giant Beach because that's what I asked you accidentally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big... It's my favourite Raul Dahl. Uh, All right, Jarrett, last movie you watched. That's good because I watched a lot of reality TV last night. So I have to go <laughs> back to the night before. The night before we watched... <clears throat> Far out, shit. This one's really tricky. I'm going to say something on Shutter because I've watched a lot of things on Shutter. So The Room, I think okay. it was The Room on Shutter. Yeah. I would have said easily, easily the easiest question of the night. <laughs> I know it should be, but like, yeah, I don't know. I, every day is blended in. Uh, <laughs> you, need your, you need your letterbox in front of you. <laughs> I was tempted to have a look. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Guillermo, popcorn or Choc Top? Oh. Popcorn, yeah, like I can just keep going through that. Chop top after a few bites, I'm, I'm getting that like sugary sore throat already, and I'm clearing my throat. Popcorn, I can just keep going. So popcorn. All right. The the problem with the chop top is that uh, you you can't tell how much of it you're getting on your face mm. in the mm, dark. That's true. And then when you come out, that's true. It looks like you know, it looks like you're you're doing a you know blackface or something, and you're like, incorrect. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> how do you eat your chop tops? <laughs> I just, I just shove it in my face and I'm, I'm, like I'm rub it around. I've seen it firsthand. I went to the movies <laughs> to see Superfly with this guy. <laughs> it was a big chop top disaster. Yeah. It was, it was everywhere. That's yeah. the same way I saw you eat a drumstick at KFC. <laughs> I have very poor spatial awareness. <laughs> actually, getting it into the gob. So is how do you do it though? How do you do it? Yeah, do it again. Do it again. <laughs> <laughs> 
It's just kind of like, <laughs> like, <laughs> just <popping down. laughs> like a bit like that. <laughs> All right, Adam, Richard Pryor or Dave Chappelle? Dave Chappelle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, Chappelle's been floating my boat lately. And look, you know, I mean, he doesn't get everything right, but he's trying. And I find that he wants to tackle and chew on really hard stuff. And, you know, I mean, I know he gets 0% on Rotten Tomatoes occasionally, but, you know, you've got to go out on a limb occasionally. And I think the dude, when he delivers, man, he makes me howl. He, yeah. He's got it. He's got it. Chappelle's, I, I'm team Chappelle. I like him. Awesome. Ben, how many Jim Wynorski movies can you name off the top of your head? Oh, Jesus. Uh, okay. So, Chopping Mall, Death Stalker 2, Not of This Earth, uh, Big Bad Mama 2, uh, Slumber Party Massacre, <laughs> 2, I think. He always does sequels. He always is a big sequel man. That should make it easier. Jeez, uh, <laughs> uh, what else we got? Uh, oh, yeah, I'm free. This is like I played the Jeff Goldblum game and I ran out of movies at about seven. Well, you're up to seven <laughs> he's now. Like a, he's got a filmography of like 150 films. Um, you're going to have to extend this episode. We've got all night. The Haunting of Morella, Munchie, Munchies. <laughs> uh, oh, forbidden. Oh, what's that called? It's not Forbidden Planet. He wrote Screwballs. He wrote uh, Sorceress. He directed another movie He knows movie all 150. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right we'll take that the response should have been how long do you have <laughs> okay, we'll, yeah, we'll there's a whole yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ben's that guy that you throw under the bus and he's got those muscles and he just lifts it right off <laughs> <laughs> all right Jarrett I know I forgot some big ones Turner and Hooch or K9 Turner and Hooch Ooh. well that was easy yeah James Belushi man I don't know I still don't know about that <laughs> I don't know <laughs> Do you, know, fo- yeah. do you follow him on social media? He oh. runs like a hemp farm. Yes. Does he? Yeah. He loves the hemp. Yeah. <laughs> he does. He's very passionate about growing <laughs> his hemp. Most yeah. are. Yeah. <laughs> him and Woody Harrelson. Yeah. But like more so, like I think he's, I think he's, yeah, he, he's really changed. He's probably a couple steps away from being like uh, Randy Quaid. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe he's going to start running that weed out of California or wherever he's growing it and taking it to other states. He's team up with South Oregon or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Well, people always say that John Belushi died too soon, but maybe Jim Belushi is uh, proof that maybe not. <laughs> ECB, baby, <laughs> TCB. <laughs> All right. Gamo, yep. if you had to recommend just one Adam Sandler movie, which one would it be? Oh, man. One. Adam Sandler film. I'm not a big Adam Sandler fan at all, um, even with his classics. Uh, I would probably say Punch Drunk Love. Yes. Uh, because it's not him at yeah, all. And uh, it's Paul Thomas Anderson, and it's just a damn good film. And I think it's got his best performance by far. So Punch Drunk Love, for sure. Jarrett, you and I have covered that one extensively on previous podcasts. We have. Did we do a whole episode for that one? We did a we did a whole episode on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. back in the original fake shemp days. Yeah. It's a damn good film. Oh man. All right. Adam. What's a one star movie that five star Adam likes? Oh <laughs> you know what were you saying about Adam Sandler, right? And look, I borderline hate the dude. I mean, look, I like uncut gems and I and I get it rain over me and when he goes serious and stuff. But man, I used to watch Happy Gilmore so much, like, so much. Um, yeah. Look, look. How about this? You can all dig at me. The other day, I was at my brother's house, and I may or may not have been stoned, but I watched 
uh, Ace Ventura, Pet Detective one again, and it rocked. Yeah. <laughs> and like, but didn't like didn't Roger Ebert like notoriously give that one star, and then he changed his mind, and he's like, no, nah, it's not that bad. Like he was like, it was like nails on a chalkboard. But Ace Ventura, man, it, it got me again. Like I, I dug it. That and I can understand the one star assessment, but I. Talk about a movie that would be cancelled if they made that now. Oh, oh man, like there's no, there's no two ways about it, man. It, there is some shit in that. I was like, oh far out, like man, they are. <laughs> the yeah, like, they could put it in landfill, you know. Uh, all right, Ben, best full retard performance in a movie. <laughs> Damn! All right. Uh. Uh. Oh, what about what's eating Gilbert Grape? Is yeah, that, uh, oh. the, Leo. That's the only thing I gives it gives the uh, yeah Leo gives the best kind of full retard. <laughs> he goes, he goes full on. He's got an autism. Is, is he retarded? He's just autistic or something. Yeah, he didn't win because yeah, you never get full retard. Everyone knows that. Yeah, <laughs> he was a drooling mess. Although, actually, now that I think about it, all the guys in the idiots <laughs> when they're pretending to be retarded. <laughs> Like that's the. Have you guys seen the idiot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And he goes into the pool, and he just has this massive boner while he walks into the women's change room. Across <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the board, right? Yeah, across the board. Yeah, yeah. Best boner in a picture. I thought Guillermo was joking when he said that we would all be cancelled <laughs> after this, but I'm legitimately worried now. I'm just like you know for yeah for prosperity. Yeah, yeah man, you're prestigious these days. We got to watch yeah, out. I'm, I'm worried. <laughs> Yeah. We're just trying to tick off the boxes, yeah, it looks well, like. Look, just offend everyone and then, you know. All right, Jarrett, final one. All right. If you could remove one movie from James Cameron's resume, which would it be? Oh, man, that's tough, actually. That's really, that is a really fucking tough question. It's going to be Avatar, though. Yeah, I agree. It's going to be Avatar. Yeah. And I wish he'd stop wasting his time working on sequels and just <laughs> do True Lies and Abyss. Yes. On Blu-ray or yes. 4K, yes, yes, just do it, man. Uh, and and do T three, T three. Yes, yes. If you're gonna do anything <laughs> with Terminator, you yeah. go back and do it yeah. yourself. Do it. But yeah, Avatar, man, Avatar. It actually, it's much simpler than I thought it was gonna be. Does that does that mean that Piranha Two stays? Absolutely, both cuts, <laughs> the European cut and the American theatrical. They can both stay, even though I don't know how much he actually directed to that movie. But regardless, it can stay. Okay, uh, Guillermo. Yo. What's been the best adaptation of Robin Hood? Oh, man. I haven't liked nearly any of them, to be honest. Like, that much at all. I mean, the Kevin Costner one has a bit of a special place because I was a little kid and I was like, hours. Uh, I actually really enjoyed the um, Russell Crowe, Ridley Scott one, even though no one else did. Um, I just thought it was a good little adaptation of, like, an origin story. So I'm going to go that one because I don't really care about Robin Hood and I haven't liked many, many of the films. Some, somewhere in the world, Patrick Bergen's crying right now. Going, <laughs> like, no, one, no one remembers that movie. No one remembers. Never gonna Wait, win please, that. that Robin and Marion? <laughs> no, 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 no one remembers Connery that. One. Yeah, poor old, poor yeah. old Patrick. I used Bergen. to love that Patrick Bergen, Bergen one. Yeah. Yeah. It was hard to watch because it came around the same time as Sleeping with the Enemy. So I just thought he was evil. <laughs> so I was like, I can't take this guy. Like, he's not helping anybody. He's evil. And it looks like the rest of the industry thought the same thing because then they haven't had another job. All right, Adam, uh, finish this sentence. And the Oscar for Best Performance Enhanced by a Prosthetic goes to? Oh, um, 
Well, like I, I, I'm always really, really upset that he didn't, A, wasn't nominated and didn't win, but let's say Fassbender for shame. And it's real. It's, I mean, it looks like a prosthetic, but it's not. Brilliant. All right, Ben, this is the last question from my round. What's the most sought after VHS that you cannot find? Uh, I can't find or can't afford. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like, <laughs> I mean, if we're going to get cancelled, where's going all the way? I, guess, like, I mean, Rape Squad is probably the big, <laughs> the big one. Uh, that's the hardest to find palace explosive tape. But for me, it, at the moment, it's um, it's uh, chainsaw hookers, Hollywood chainsaw hookers. Can't, can't, can't afford a copy of that, and I'd love it. Is it really expensive? Is it? Well, at the moment, there's there is a copy on eBay at the moment for like four hundred dollars. Because it was like a cheap label to put it wow. out on video back in the oh, day too, like a really yeah. cheap label. It's a total dodgy release, and it yeah. came out way after it after yeah. it was released in the US. And I've wow. got a US copy, but I would like the Australian yeah. one. That's crazy. All right, well, cool guys, that's me done. Ben, you're up next. Uh, but first, here's a TV spot that everybody listening may want to pay attention to, and you'll find out why later. You're not American. Who do you work for now? I go where I'm set. Get your weapon out. He works for anyone who will turn him loose. Don't ever point a weapon at me again. All right, Ben, it's your turn, mate. Take it away. Okay, so who should I start with? Whoever you want. Should I start with? I'll start with you then, because right. because you're right next to me on the uh, on the grid, as far as I can see. Uh, so, uh, Alien or Aliens? Alien. Hands Alien. down. So thriller over thrill, thriller over action is what you're saying. Um, horror over action. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Jarrett, uh, Gene Hackman or Donald Sutherland? Gene Hackman all the way, man. <laughs> that was a dumb question. <laughs> Gene Hackman all the way. Question. But I like Donald Sutherland too. <laughs> like a lot of respect for him, but Gene Hackman. All right. Uh, Guillermo, uh, favorite John Carpenter film? Oh. I reckon The Thing. I just, I love The Thing. Everything about that film is freaking awesome. There's just a lot of nodding heads right now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, really good for a podcast, huh? Yeah. Correct, correct. <laughs> What's really cool is you can replace my screen with like a porno and all the faces will just be like... <laughs> well, speaking of uh, pornos, uh, uh, Adam, uh, the Pamela Anderson sex tape or the Paris Hilton sex tape? Fuck, man. Now, honestly, I, I had to hire these things out to people running Blockbuster and they were like the R-rated edited versions. Um I straight up snuck both of them home. <laughs> uh, One night in Paris? I mean, look, I'm a child of the 80s, so Baywatch, so Pamela. And and look, you know, yeah, Tommy Lee's a bit of a ledge, so why not? <laughs> awesome. Who's the dude in the Paris? Who's, who was the dude in the Paris Hilton? I, can't uh, he was just, I think he's just some guy who who uh, basically has sex with celebrities. I don't know if he's... I think he's always a producer or something. Maybe he's a music producer yeah. or something. Same thing, same thing. <laughs> 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 Uh, okay. <laughs> All right. Back to Glenn. Uh, Sean Connery or Roger Moore? Oh, Sean Connery, hands down. Um, are we just that's, talking that's in, correct, in James sir. Bond motif or are we talking about just in general? 
Uh, in general. Yeah, still Sean Connery. But it can't be, I mean, like mainly James Bond, but in general. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> okay, Jarrett, uh, what happens when you fuck a stranger in the ass? Uh, <laughs> you, you, your car is completely totaled with a baseball bat. That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> See what happens? Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, Guillermo, Malcolm or the Big Steel? No idea. Honestly, I... that's the hardest question what? of the day. Oh, you you didn't hear me, or or uh... no? I, honestly, I same thing. I if I heard it, no idea. No, I, I don't know the references. Are they movie titles? This is going to be embarrassing either way. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Yes, they are. Mm-hmm. Um, they are movie titles. They are movie. Oh, they are movie titles as well. Okay, they're, cool. Australian, they're Australian movie titles. <laughs> they, uh, oh, there you go. No wonder. Nadia, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, Nadia Tass, David Parker. Nadia Tass, yeah. See, if you were talking about classics like the sex tapes, I'd understand. <laughs> <laughs> I, should have, I should have asked you the sex tape question. And, uh, yes. And asked Adam. I, I'd be like, take your right. pick. Which one do you want? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Okay, no worries. Uh, <laughs> to Adam. Uh, Luke Besson or John McTiernan? Ooh. They're both criminals. Uh, well, look, Besson's been uh, cancelled. He's in yeah. trouble. But, yeah. um, like, uh, well, look, uh, McTiernan did go to actual jail. But uh, look, straight up McTiernan, man. Like, die hard with a vengeance, die hard predator. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> I mean, the dude's... I mean, I wish um, Rollerball, I still, I, I still wake up in the middle of the night screaming. But, you know, Every filmmaker has at least one Rollerball in their uh in their oh yeah yeah i mean look you know he gave us he gave us you know action cinema basically yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. cool all right uh glenn pulp fiction reservoir dogs or jackie brown oh reservoir dogs simply because it's the nostalgic factor that i got um i got suspended from school for peddling copies of a bootleg vhs of reservoir dogs <laughs> and <laughs> the principal only gave them back to me if i would to give him a copy <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like the nerdiest gangster of all time. Like, uh, uh, yo, 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 yo. Where's the dog copy? It's it's readily available. It's easy I to get your hands on. I've been asking. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah I know. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, Jarrett. Uh, Maniac cop. Or Psycho Cop? Maniac mm. Cop, definitely. Uh, Psycho Cop, I've never been particularly fond of. I went back and revisited it a couple of years ago, and I I think I didn't make it past the half an hour mark because I fell yeah, asleep. Yeah, I really should Knowing that, it'll probably get released by Vinegar Syndrome soon, and I will re- re-watch <laughs> I, it and, and, and judge. I probably, should have said, Cop I probably should have said Maniac Cop 2 and Psycho Cop 2, because <laughs> Psycho Cop 2 is <laughs> far superior Infinitely than Psycho Cop. It's a tough one. Um, okay, Guillermo, let's, uh, let's hopefully you've heard of these references. Oh, the, Adams, the Adams Family or the Munsters? Adams Family, because I've seen that one. I'm talking about the TV show, not the movies. No, no idea. No, no idea. <laughs> uh, Adams Family, because, you know, I like them and stuff. No, I know about them, and there you go. Hey, Ben, the funny thing here is that Guillermo's a guest and he knows that we don't talk about television. You're a co-host and you talk about television. Uh, 
I well, they've all they've both had they've both done movies as well. But I'm really just talking yeah. about the TV series. The, the characters yeah, were no. defined in their in their TV appearances. Uh, you know what? Me, me and Ben need to have a podcast where the whole time I'm just like, what? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> and the podcast. It can be just like seriously. How the fuck do you not know that? That's what the podcast. Yeah, is. <laughs> yeah no, that's, that's it. That's, that's, this is time. how every conversation with my with my uh, father goes down. I'm like, you took me to see this. And he's like, I don't know what you're talking about. You remember Star Wars, Dad? No. What Star Wars? Yeah. At least with me, you don't have abuse memories, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> not yet. Not yet. <laughs> There's still time. Uh, there's still time. <laughs> All, right. <laughs> All right, Adam. Uh, the Witches or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory? I oh, see. I could do that one. The Witches. Aren't they? Are they remaking the Witches right now? I, I believe yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, man, that, that freaked the shit out of me when I was a kid. That, Adam, this is a trick question, mate. And I know that. And the VA. What? This is a trick question. How? Wait. Well, think of what he said. The Witches, or wait, what was? Okay, I've blown it. <laughs> the, he said the witches or Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. And I, but I'm, I'm because isn't the movie's called like Willy Wonka and the Chocolate yes. Factory or something oh. uh, outrageous? Yeah, like look, that. Okay, all right. That I, was retire, a... I retire now from all film criticism. I'm out. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's two of us gone. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> that's a. I uh, I uh, did not uh, mean intent. Oh, that was not intentional. Uh, <laughs> Was it not intent? Because wait, no, that was in a, no. Charlie in the Chocolate Factory. Though is the Tim Burton one, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, maybe. I, I was. was. I mean, look, yes. I was talking about the. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I, I see. I, I knew remake. what you were talking about. And then I, uh, yeah, like you know, we like know, we were we there. Whereas, like, we're we just. Uh, both, we both. We both. <laughs> screwed up. Actually, look, and then so and then Glenn challenged me, but maybe I'm right and I'm the bigger nerd because I know that they're two different. Charlie and the Chocolate yeah. Factory. Hey, Glenn, he will take all your rares and one dog coffee. Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. No, no one will ever. No one will ever unseat Glenn. I know. I know. Oh, but, we, uh, but, the pre- the preference is, but the preference is witches. Yeah, man. That, that's, that's all freaks me out. Yeah. That's, and that is correct. That's correct. That's a correct answer. Almost as much as getting movie titles wrong. Wrong. On, on, on live. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I have so much pee around the floor. Like, I, I went into cardiac arrest there for a minute. I'm like, my but God, dude, that's that's two Roald Dahl titles we've got wrong because we've had James and the Giant Beach, <laughs> <laughs> Charlie the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> uh, okay, Glenn. Uh, favorite Tom Hanks film? Oh, um, I instinctively want to say Joe versus a volcano because, like, I think it's really underrated but i'm gonna go with the burbs nice nice i would have accepted uh, you've got mail but uh yeah. well but that's fine <laughs> what about larry crown i wish you would go back <laughs> to the comedies uh okay jared now this is a this is a this is a tough one uh co-ed frenzy or body talk oh it's a tough one because i've seen neither no well i so okay, going, hang on. Well, okay. I'll, I'll, give you, I'll give you the hint. All right, I'll give you. I'll give. I'll give you a clue as to what these movies okay. are. Okay. So, Coed Frenzy is the movie that John Travolta is working on in mm. Blowout, and Body Talk oh, is yes. the yes. porn movie that they're making in Body Double. 
where they're doing like a Frankie Body goes to double, Hollywood, of course. Does, uh, yes. things relax and yes, no, <laughs> definitely co-ed frenzy. Then definitely because um, it was that point of the eighties where things were not quite seventies, but not fully eighties. It was sort of its own thing. Whereas when you hit, you know, um, the title of the film that I can't remember, but I want to say incorrectly, Body Double. Um, by the time you hit Body Double, it's way too 80s, way too 80s. Too much neon lighting, big hair, too much, too much. Yeah. So in your faux film world, I'm going for co-ed frenzy. Co-ed frenzy. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I literally thought they were two like softcore <laughs> comedies that I you hadn't had seen. no idea. No, no, and I was like, oh, hard bodies, and I'm like, no, he didn't say hard bodies. <laughs> uh, okay, Guillermo, I'll try and uh, yeah, give me an easy one, man. Come on, man. This one you should be able to. This one you should be able to answer. Do you prefer the book or the film? Film, because um, one takes less time. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair enough that's fair enough that's it that's, that's it. I mean, the, same, that, the same answer would be then you would choose the book over the audio book because it's a lot faster to read a book than it is to listen to someone reading it to you is that is that how you uh would mark that uh one? yeah sure yeah and that's the same reason i pick <laughs> masturbation over actual sex because <laughs> i'm like i can get this done in like 30 seconds <laughs> yeah <laughs> I can be exactly. I can be asleep in ten minutes if I. <laughs> I worry about me and me alone. That's it. <laughs> okay. Okay. And this is uh, my last question for Adam. Which is the better film, Payback or Payback: The Director's Cut? Uh, look now, I have this Brian Hecklin film on uh, Blu-ray, and yeah, uh, and. This uh, Porter, Kisball, how long was it in between drinks when he came back and the studio it gave him like, back? It feels like, like it was quite a while. To make that edit. Like I had no idea that wasn't there was a director's cut until it came out for home edits. Yeah, and wasn't it like one of these first, like, you know, kind of like studio director's cuts with the Snyder Cut is on its way, but one of those first ones that came out on Blu-ray and I was like, okay, like, because I wouldn't buy Payback, right? Like I had the VHS, but I wouldn't buy it again. But then the minute it said, you know, the special director's cut Blu-ray, I've got that. So oh, let's say and director's cut. Like, so I was very excited about holding that in my pocket. like a totally like different film. Like yeah. they replaced, there's a different villain. Yeah, radic a, radically different. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it's a full, it's not like, like, like a kingdom of heaven where it's like there's a extra storyline but otherwise yeah. it's pretty much the same the same film it's completely have to get the reference in yeah got to talk about yeah, whatever it can heavily reassembled i that might be my viewing tomorrow ben i might go back and dig that Maybe out of well, the, well out worth of your time Welcome to Bonehead Weekly Fun Size. This is the stupidest thing to say out loud ever, and James's face is all up in my bumper. Today, we're going to do our serious, serious, our serious favorite main in Australia. So who would like to go first, gentlemen? I went I'll first go, last time. My favorite Australian film is Bar, Bar None. His wife says he goes first all the time. <laughs> ba -da -boom, boom, boom. Um, no, uh, Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. That's my favorite Australian film. Boy, it's a damn good Australian film, man. Yeah, yeah. Hugo Weaving, Terrence Stamp. You can't go wrong with, with Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. And, you know, it's, I think if I'm not mistaken, gentlemen, it came out the same summer as Tu Wong Fu. You can't watch Priscilla, Queen of the Desert and think that's a superior film. Just the performances, the musical numbers, the costumes, everything about it is fantastic. 
Tu Wong Fu is a very American version of it. And I yes. mean that in a disrespectful way. I yes, know a lot absolutely. of people like Tu Wong Fu, but Priscilla, Queen of the Desert is a far superior film about drag yeah. queens. And it's a fantastic movie with a fantastic cast. Yes, you can't go wrong with Priscilla, Priscilla Queen of the Desert. So that's I can't my, either. Two of my guess. favorites are actually not as old as that, are more recent, and I love them both, and I can't pick between the two of them. I wanted to go with Frog Dreaming, which we call The Quest here, which I've talked about, and Glenn and I went back and forth with. But I've got to say that out of all the Mad Max pictures, Fury Road is the best. I, the Road Warrior is in a poster right here on my wall next to me, if you could see it. And I love The Road Warrior, and it always have a special place in my heart. But there is a lot of argument to be made that Fury Road may be one of the best action films ever made. Period. And, ever made. And on top of that, not only is it an action film, it is a beautifully shot action film. Is one of the best action films ever made by a guy who's 70 years old. Well, 70 years old at the time, returning 70. And almost it killed several people. Almost killed a lot of people. And there's a couple of lead actors and actresses that didn't forgive them until after they saw the movie. And it still have some anger issues about what all went on. Fury Road, I also love a little movie that you guys did called The Babadook, or I should say Australia did. The Babadook is not a horror film to me. I love how you listed three and haven't gave James a time to talk to Yeah. I like the Babadook. James. All right, there's bait. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, I was doing that the entire time. He's talking about Mad Max. I was wondering what you're doing. I thought, like, does James have a point? No. I thought no. James was just wanting me to shut up. No, no. Uh, well, yes, but no. Uh, I mentioned, I mentioned, but I really only mentioned two and talked about the one. I mentioned Romper Stomper previously when we did one of those, which is one of the most brutal films. So I, I definitely yes. had an impact it's much, on it. It's more brutal than American History X. But I wanted to actually bring up, and this is one that, I may get crapped on for this later, but that's fine. I think it's a it's a well shot, beautiful film uh, that got the billing of an Australian horror romance when it was released internationally. Picnic at Hanging Rock. I've read the novel. Peter Weir directed it, uh, obviously in Australia, and it had a budget of four hundred forty thousand dollars in Australia, uh, of which most of it came from the Australian Film Development Corporation, the South Australian Film Corporation. So it heavily finance through australian uh film uh startup drug money uh, drug money keep going <laughs> uh anyway literally it, the movie ends much like the book you don't know if it's a horror you don't know if it's you know what happened the, but the plot line basically is these girls from this all-girls school it's kind of victorian era go out can go out for a picnic and then four of them just disappear Jane, uh, Chad, you know, you and I rarely give the descriptions of the movie or the plot. We just assume people know it. Yeah. <laughs> but you said you've never seen I've it. I've never seen it. it. I will tell it? you, okay, that, Mel, you that Mel Gibson's out of popularity right now for a lot of good reasons. But Mel Gibson says that Peter Weir is one of the few, he and George Miller are one of the few geniuses he ever worked with. Basically, it had two responses. For American critics... An American critic, uh, critic Vince Gamby, who I've talked about before on our show, kind of was a rival of Ebert for a while, That's threw great, his coffee Kate. down and screamed out, this doesn't have an ending, and stormed out after it was over. The other, no, other directors said that it was haunting, which is what the book is. So if you've never seen Picnic at Hanging Rock, you should see it. Peter Weir. Yeah, he's a All fantastic right. filmmaker. Thank you so much. This has been the Fun Size Bonehead Weekly. It's just stupid to say. It's just, I don't know what else to call it, but it's just... Stupid. Well, I tried to go with shorts so we could sell shorts and get some marketing. We couldn't sell shit. Bye, everybody. <laughs>
Alrighty, so that brings us to you, Guillermo. Uh, now, before you unleash, uh, because we aren't getting a regular segment from you, and I know you've already given us some uh, film news at the top of the show, do you want to take a moment to let everybody know what's been happening over the last week at Screen Realm? Uh, yeah, I got ultra excited at the beginning of the episode to uh, you know spew my news. Oh, that's a good name for a segment, spew my news. <laughs> anyway, so um, yeah, like I said, Batfleck is coming back. Uh, <laughs> We are the. I'm lost as hell now. Um, okay, yeah. So there's a few things that are happening. Uh, we had a, a number of big trailers drop. Uh, Death of the Nile, the trailer for that dropped. That looks pretty good. Um, Kenneth Branagh directing again with the cast that this time includes Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, Annette Benning. Looks pretty good. Uh, I wasn't a huge fan of Murder on the Orient, but I don't know, in my opinion, it looks pretty good. Uh, we got a reboot of The Exorcist in the works. Now everyone's always up in arms about reboots and remakes and stuff like that. I'm like, I don't care because some of the best films out there are also remakes or have been done in one way or another before. All good. By the way, The Exorcist has, the last one was in what, like 2005 or something like that. So it's not like we're getting a ton of these all the time. So that's supposed to be coming 2021. We'll see about that. Um, there's also, um, what else we got here? I've got so many notes and now I'm actually dizzying myself. Uh, we got Will Smith and Kevin Hart in a remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Now that one had the internet up in arms because, you know, Planes, Trains, and Automobiles is considered an, a classic. Um, so there's not much of an argument I've got, I've got as to why that's okay. Although, give it a shot, I guess. Um, what else we got? We got, now you know what, I'll leave it at that. Yeah. So you've got the news from the beginning and the news from now. You're welcome. <laughs> news spews or spews my news or whatever I just said earlier. Uh, awesome. Well, it's your turn, dude. So fire at will. Sick. Okay, I'm going to go clockwise on my screen. And Ben, you're up first. Um, best pandemic film. Ooh, uh, Outbreak? Because it's got a monkey. Nice. Well, Dustin Hoffman isn't that bad, but sure. Um, <laughs> let's say to Jarrett. Let's go best remake. Nah, John Carpenter's the thing. Mm. Hell yeah. Love that. All right. Um, Adam, what are your thoughts on the Tom Cruise space movie that's going to be filming in <laughs> freaking space? Yeah, bring it, bring it. Uh, if anyone, like, Cruise, for all the shit that he cops, man. And look, I know he's not very versatile, but the dude is committed, right? Like, he believes he's a vampire. He believes he's a rock star. He believes... He's Ethan Hunt, right? <laughs> and he is going to believe when he, you know, asphyxiates in space. Like, he's like, you know, I mean, he, like, if anyone is going to space to make a movie, it's the cruise missile. Send him. Send him. I'm into it. How awesome I'm is all that couch jumping it. stuff going to be in zero G? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what if it looks, but what if it looks shit? You know, like we've had gravity and all these movies that are really immersive in space. And then what if they get up there and it's just really dull? You know, like, I mean, yeah, it's like it's 2001 a space. Like, oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> when's this, when's this going to end? When's, when yeah, is the, yeah. when do the monkeys come back into it? Once again. <laughs> yeah, monkey films, huh? I've been, I keep monkey yeah. films in mind for you now. Yeah. yeah. The best, um, the best. You know, the best space film is Planet of the Apes, the Tim Burton one, because it starts with Mark Wahlberg in space with a monkey. That, does it get better that than that? That spawns all the other monkeys. Pure cinema. Pure cinema. Um, Mark Wahlberg and a monkey. <laughs> Glenn, uh, best movie phone call. So the best scene with a phone call. Uh, I, bet, I bet Jarrett wishes he had this one. It'd be Black Christmas, wouldn't it? 
That's a classic. I won't say the line. What's no? I better not. I was going to say what, what's the what's, what's the line? <laughs> I thought you couldn't do the c word on this one. <laughs> I, can, I can I can bleep you. <laughs> Go for it, Glenn. No, 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 it's all right. We'll just let people Google. <laughs> I'm lost. I'm lost. What was the answer? Black Black Christmas. I could have I could have sworn the answer was going to be get Carter because that's the first time anyone had phone sex in a bit. Hell yeah. Well, that was going to be the answer. But okay, I guess uh, Black Christmas with the C word. Oh, okay. Okay, yeah. All right. Um, ben, worst performance by a pretty good actor. You could Ooh. say great actor. Well, uh, maybe that... I, I, I'm just going to talk about a specific scene. That scene in The Irishman where Robert De Niro is kicking the crap out of the the, the grocer, the greengrocer, for cracking it at his daughters. And oh, like, oh, yeah, it's painful. There's an old, there's a, there's an old man <laughs> trying trying desperately to get those hips to work, and it's not it's not going down well. Yeah. But uh, that or or the uh, the scene in uh, what's that uh, what's the not the last Aliens movie, but the one before it. Um, what was that one called? Prometheus. Prometheus. Prometheus, where Nomi Rapace has to talk about how she's... Do you think I'm not a real woman because I can't have kids? <laughs> like, that's that scene <laughs> is one of the most horrific things I've ever seen in the cinema. <laughs> like, my, I think my eyes almost, like, dislocated. They were rolling back into my head so far when she said that. Like, oh, my God. Because the obvious answer was yes. <laughs> um, okay, so let's move down to Jarrett. <laughs> um, how do you choose what movie you're going to watch? Is it by genre, actor, studio? What is it? How do you choose the next film to watch? At the moment, it's been uh, it's been pretty actor dependent and era dependent. Like at the moment, like at the moment, I'm really uh, enjoying watching a lot of film noir. Um, not a lot of that on Shutter, though. Um, admittedly, I've been watching a lot of Shutter. Mm. Did you say? Did you say film noir? Like you're just yes. watching like <laughs> home home sex home sex tapes? <laughs> <laughs> film noir. No. Um, yeah. So at the I guess era at the moment because I'm having trouble watching anything that's too recent, uh, which is tricky mm-hmm. when you're looking at films for Monster Fest because you got to watch new films, and then Shutter rocks up and you're like got to watch new films. But yeah, I've pretty much only been watching things from prior to the 80s recently yeah okay um adam (laughs) adam um what are your thoughts on banning films is there a line that makes banning a film okay or is it down to us no i think it's bullshit you know like i mean you know like you know buyer beware no like i mean censorship and rating boards and stuff like that i guess is helpful in a sense i mean but you know i mean Ultimately, you have to make the choice yourself. I mean, I've gone out of my way to see every band film that's ever been made, and I think I have seen them all. Um, I'm still here on this call. So, you know, like, I mean... Uh, yeah, but you look a little I mean, off, though, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> I'm drinking a lot, yeah. you know, like, I mean... Um, but, look, I mean, now, now and then I've seen things, and I'm like, this doesn't actually justify existing because it's so fucking repulsive. It's really gross. But I needed to make that decision myself, you know, and I needed to look into it. And I think ultimately what it comes down to is that can you differentiate between fantasy and reality? So, like, I mean, do you know that you're just watching a film? You know, like, I mean, obviously there's realms of pornography and things that are real that are so full on. But, all, but actual yeah. movies where things are, you know, fabricated and made up, I don't see why anything could be banned. You know what I mean? If it's not real. 
Yeah, I, you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, I'm a horror aficionado, eh? and I like things that push the envelope. I've seen, you know, yeah, really, really gross movies, but don't tell me what I can't see because I will go and get it. I will find it. I'll go to Ben's now. I'll go to Ben's house and I'll watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. Uh, which kind of brings me to Glenn. Uh, what's the most disturbing film you've seen? And that could be any kind of disturbing, whether it's just horrific acting or, you know, Paris Hilton sex tape. Well, I want just you leave Britney alone, <laughs> Glenn. Yeah. You leave Britney alone. Oh, you're in touch, Britney. Man. I want to say The Sound of Music. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I, I, don't get disturbed by many movies, to be honest with you. And I can't think of one that has disturbed me to that extent, except stuff like emotional? the sound of music. Something that like got you really emotional. The remake of the remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Oh mate, yeah. <laughs> it hasn't come out yet, guys. Jeez. Yeah, and he's no, no, I've seen it. Worried. It was called Due Date. It was all right. Yeah, but that, that had white guys. Uh, that had white guys. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Racist. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> those, those ain't no damn pillows. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, look, I, what are people talking about? At least it's at least it's not made, being remade with women. <laughs> Glenn, this was a bad idea. <laughs> this episode is officially cancelled. I can, yeah. Hey, all right. <laughs> yeah, but them are pillows I would want to be between. Um, okay, Ben. Uh, favorite cinema chain in Australia? Well, it had to be event uh, cinemas, though, Ben. Wouldn't that's it? A good question. Uh, wouldn't it? We don't have any in Victoria, but we do some pretty good things. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like I've never, I've never been to one, but uh, <laughs> well, you uh, haven't Vincent's. either. <laughs> of course. Uh, uh, I mean, look, I would like just for nostalgia purposes. I, I uh, born and raised in in Chadston, so Hoyts has always been the chain closest to me. The Hoyts Eight, when that opened, it was a major deal. Uh, but if I'm, you know, if I'm interstate, if I'm not in Victoria, then uh, yeah, then uh, event cinema, one hundred percent. Uh, Jared, let's go. Yes. Worst Christopher Nolan film. Uh, worst Christopher Ooh. Nolan film, probably Dunkirk. Ooh. But it's not a bad wow. film. But no, no, no. Sorry, I go back. Interstellar. Sorry, Interstellar. <laughs> Interstellar. Because I'm still yeah. offended. Dun <laughs> now, now I start nodding. Dun Dunkirk, at least uh, for what it lacks in um, like character development or plot, it's just an ex like an amazing experience. Whereas Interstellar just the more you watch it, the more you kind of pick it apart and go, mm -hmm. um, but still, still yeah. very good. I mean, well, that's I mean, you know, Scorsese's made worse films yeah. than, than, um, than Nolan. So nice. Yeah. Uh, Adam, best Ridley Scott film. Uh, <laughs> Kingdom Heaven. Now look, I went pretty deep in on old Rids um, recently and stuff. Uh, oh, Christ. Oh, I might get killed for this. Oh, oh. Is it I mean, a good year with Russell Crowe? Um, yeah, now that's I mean, a fantastic like, film. Um, three, three, nights, like, three nights back to back, right? I watched Alien, I watched um, Gladiator, and I watched Blade Runner. Um, uh, oh, look, I mean, I, I love Alien so much. But mm. Gladiator it's is so good. sick. I mean, like, not the direct, not the extended, but 
but it's such a sick movie. And Rusty, no, glad, I'm not, honestly, yeah. All right, I'll say Gladiator. Oh, look, Alien is a better film, but my favourite, Gladiator gets me every time Rusty. Yeah. Rusty. Nice. It's just sick. I mean, I mean, it just, it just it was a dead genre. It got absolutely revitalised. It gave us a new movie star. Joaquin Phoenix is unreal in it. Every time I put it on, I'm like a spectacle. And I remember where I was in the cinema watching it. But if I was born earlier, I probably would have remembered in the cinema watching Alien for the first time, which I have seen at the Astor on the big screen. But in my lifetime, the Ridley Scott cinematic experience was Gladiator. And I was like, 15 and it like fried my circuits so oh yeah mm-hmm. you know what the great you know the great thing about gladiator like we used to have this customer when i worked at alternate worlds which is a, a melbourne-based <laughs> comic shop for people out there who've never heard of it we used to have this guy who would come in routinely like once every couple of weeks and if you happen to be downstairs on the counter he would regale you at the all the travesties of all of the pissing scenes in movies that have been uh. cut out <laughs> you know, soldier blue five minutes of pissing like he, he would, that's he, awesome. he would tell you. And like, I remember, I remember watching Gladiator and when that guy pisses himself just before they're about to go out the thing, I'm like, that guy would be in love with this movie. Like, is, this guy is that guy's favorite movie, Waterworld? Water, <laughs> Water power. Water yeah, power. Yeah, I mean, yeah. someone drinks their own piss, you know, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. Um, I, I think I've got one more round. Yeah, I think it's one more. Uh, all right, Glenn, thoughts on release formats as they're unfolding. Are we talking digital all at once, cinema first? What do you think? Oh, I just like the old days. I like the windows. I like the theatrical release followed by six months of you know unavailability, followed by a rental window before <laughs> the sell-through window. I'm, I'm I'm old school all the way. Do you way. think there's a benefit it'll, to that versus yeah. the other, or is it just like I I, I agree, yeah. anticipation. Yeah, anticipation. exactly right. I I think yeah, there's a lot to be said about mm-hmm. that. You know, I think now we consume too much too quickly, and I'm not really a fan of even like with the streaming services and people binging stuff. I kind of miss that mm-hmm. weekly drop. Mm-hmm. You know? Cool. Uh, let's go, Ben. Best movie ape. Best movie ape. Yep. <laughs> uh, I think I think that honor goes to I believe it's Jim Belushi in Trading Ooh. Places, which dressed up as the ape <laughs> yes. at the party wow. at the end of the film, and then the real ape grabs yeah, Beekman yeah, yeah. and they end up in the in the cage together. I think that that that's uh, my best ape. That's nice cool. All right. Not either Kentucky that, Fried Movie. Either either that. There's there's two other options. There's the 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 chimp in. Uh, the adventures of Tarzan with Bo Derek, where she pretty at the, the end credits are just her rolling around in the mud, getting felt up by the by the, <laughs> the chimpanzee. Well, no, there's three. There's Antanya's Island with he's, Vanity, he's got a, he's got where the whole movie, <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie is her having like having a weird sex dream about a monkey. Or there's Link with the pervy orangutan that pervs on a, on a teenager. Yeah, there's some good ones, man. Monkeys value. Yeah, I asked the right person. All the wrong. The, the so wrong. The the worst. The, the, the wrongest person. You All right, uh, Jared. Yeah. Let's go. Best movie. Robot. Oh, clearly, clearly, Robocop. Ooh, he's part nice. man. He's okay. part machine, oh. but he's all cop. He's part. Yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> he, he he didn't have to think it over, creep. 
Um, Adam, let's get dark. Let's go. How about best murder? Ooh, like, like worst, like best well, like, kill. Like best kill. Yeah, like the one that you enjoyed the most. You thought that was really creative, <laughs> or just impacted you the most. Whatever. Movies that in in Man. in movies. <laughs> in movies. How, about, how about this? How about I? Oh, okay. All right. Then tell me about last night. All right. How about this? I my mom told me not to watch this film, so I was like, okay. When it comes out on VHS, I'm going to go around to my friend's house and I'm going to watch this film. The said film was Seven, the David Fincher film, right? As a kid, so I went. So that, uh, so the best murder is the one that I never saw, is the one in the brothel, the one where the guy's getting interrogated. And the guy's yep. And yep. then I, yeah. I hadn't even had sex yet. So David Fincher ruined basically everything. For, like, I didn't even see shit, but I still remember that scene. And every time I watch it, I'm like, man. And all they do is throw a Polaroid on the table and it is so effective, man. And you, and your yeah. memory fills in the, I will remember yeah. <laughs> Your imagination fills in the rest. And Totally yeah. ruined having sex with prostitutes for me. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, you, can <laughs> bring, you couldn't bring your own tools with you anymore. Well, yeah, it ruined yeah, no. my okay. first time as well. Just ruined it. Just, it disturbed me so incredibly much. Uh, and yeah, well, I guess that's a yeah, it was messed up. Um, and we'll finish off, Glenn. Uh, let's go. Best movie poster. Oh man. Yeah. <sighs> that's. I've got a few around. You get one. Like. <laughs> Screw it! I'm gonna go meatballs. Oh wow! Cool. It's very. Wow. Cool. I just. I mean, <laughs> I don't know why it's. It's not that good. Is, is it? it? No, it's great. Who did the art for that? Is that um? <laughs> what's his name? Um, John Alvin. Maybe. Or Struzan. 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 Like my, my, my office. That, my office is. Um, I know it's odd. <laughs> it is a great artwork yeah. though. My office is surrounded by that and. Goonies and Mad Max and Big Trouble Little China, Back mm. to the Future, they're all the illustrated ones. Sometimes the illustrated ones are the best ones, I think. I mean, I, I don't know. <laughs> ben would say uh, Meatballs 4. I don't think I know that yeah. one. Meatballs, no, Meatballs 3, the one with the prostitute. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's been yeah. ruined by seven. <laughs>
man, arguably one of the greatest movie soundtracks of the 90s. That was Hold Me, Thrill Me, Kiss Me, Kill Me by U2 from the Batman Forever soundtrack from 1995. I've been wanting to include that song on the show for ages. It's an absolute banger. Here's some trivia for you guys. That um, song was originally recorded for U2's Zeropa album, but the band ended up offering it to Joel Schumacher for the soundtrack instead of Bono cameoing as McFisto, the character he used to portray. Uh, so the song actually never ended up on any of their albums. Um, so there you go, a little little bit of information for you. Jarrett, we're up to you, mate. Care to step up to the mount? Absolutely. I'm going to kick it off with you, Glenn. Oh, And I'm going to ask you a, a really tough one. <laughs> John Candy or Chris Farley? John Candy with a yeah. bullet. Yep. All right. Wow. Shit. I, yeah, I had no idea with that one with you. It could have gone either way, man. Could have gone either way. Oh, because he's so much more than a comedian, whereas Chris Farley was just a comedian. Yeah, you're right. You're right. John Candy's got a lot of heart, man. Yep. A lot of heart. A lot of heart. Had a lot of heartburn. Oh, poor old John Candy. Uh, well, that's what I thought when you said it could have gone either way, and I was like, either way, they did go. <laughs> <laughs> We've really offended everyone in this episode, even people that have died of heart attacks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Benjamin, William Hurt or John Hurd? Not John Hurt. <laughs> William Hurt or John Hurd? Oh, that's a tough one because I hate both of them. Oh, I can't believe you hate William Hurt. Yeah, I don't like William Hurt because he fake uh, cries. It. He fake cries. <laughs> uh, He's a good man. He's a very talented actor. He's a bit bald these days, but that's all right. I mean, look, probably, probably William Hurt because, yeah, yeah. You know, he was never an asshole in Big. So yeah, exactly. Because William Hurt, he's played a prick a lot, <clears> a lot, right? Yeah. But he's also quite, you know, likable in broadcast news, even when he's being a moron. Whereas John Hurt, for the most part, was always pretty much a prick in movies, yeah. even in Home Alone. You know what I mean? Like he's he's not the most, you know. And he's, even though he's certainly not a great parent, but, yeah. and even though he's in movies, I always thought of him as the TV version of Ryan O'Neill. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. They have a very similar, similar look. Face. Yeah. yeah. And he never really broke out as like, oh, it's John Hurd. You know, John Hurd. John Hurd. Yeah. And you're like, and what he did, he was covered in prosthetics. William you know? never ended up in a Sharknado movie. No, uh, but there's still not for time. lack of trying. There's yeah. still time. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, moving on to you, Bette Midler or Sure. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Music-wise or acting-wise? <laughs> the, the jury's out on my sexuality. I saw um, Sher at Mardi Gras, actually, funnily yeah. enough. So I haven't... So Bet, until Bette Midler gets to Mardi Gras, Sher's got my vote. Right, that's fair enough. Yeah. That's fair enough. I'd love to see Bette straddling a cannon. <laughs> actually, so, um, the She's looking pretty fit these days. It was on Full Frontal. Do you remember that? that oh, yes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Gina Riley. Yeah, yeah, Gina yeah. Riley. That's my pick out of all of these. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Guillermo. That's Kimmy. Uh, now, this one, Harvey Keitel or Christopher Walken? I reckon Walken. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Come on. Walken, you, yeah. you name some obscure yeah. ass films. <laughs> This is bullshit. <laughs> He's being bullied. He's being bullied. <laughs> um, yeah, walking oh, straight away. I mean, just that voice, man. You got me. That's yeah. it. All good. Shit, he's one moment in that, Pulp that Fiction. I'm like, this guy's the best. And then that was it. I mean, look, I still yeah. think about Kaitel from Bad Lieutenant. That was incredible. But no, just walk, walking for me. Mama, mama, mama. <laughs> Oh yeah, Walken for me just has a better body yes, of work. And, 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 and possibly the largest member. 
you know, but I'm not going to, I don't know. I don't know that for a fact, but anyway, moving on back to Glenn, Glenn. Yeah. Robocop 3, <laughs> Beverly Hills Cop 3. Oh my God, you son of a yeah. bitch. Um, I'm going to go Beverly Hills Cop 3. Ah, oh, fuck. So you got to go Robocop 3. Because it's I never as bad both, as you remember man. it. Whereas Beverly Hills Cop 3 most certainly is, particularly after you've watched one and two <laughs> and you get to three and you're like, fuck, this film is just never going to be good. This, um, Jared, uh, does he have a flamethrower in the that? That's John Landis's worst film. Does he have a, thr- a flamethrower? He does, yes, and a jetpack. <laughs> and uh, he, has a, he has to go head to head with a robot ninja. Um, it's, all, it's really good. And the, the biggest travesty is Nancy Allen is like, they kill her off in like the first 10 minutes. It's sacrilege. And it's a shit death for such a great character. But aside from that, it's not as, you know, it's not as bad as you remember it though. That's, that's my yeah. point. Yeah. Okay, moving on to Benjamin. Benjamin, best film set underwater. Best film set underwater? Yeah. That, well, uh, at least 75% of the movie underwater. So if you were to, you know. So Phantom Menace is out. <laughs> what <are> you saying? <laughs> <laughs> right, good to know. And the snork. Can't talk about the snorks because that's a TV show. <laughs> they never show. made a feature, I think. Not yet. They never made a snorks uh, feature. I don't know. I can't even think of any movies that were set underwater. Oh, you got the like, Abyss. Except for things like The Abyss. The Leviathan. Le- Leviathan. Deep Star Deep 6. Star six. Underwater. Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, I you did actually. Underwater. I actually quite liked I quite liked Underwater. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll choose a... I'll choose a Underwater. Underwater it is. Excellent. But have you ever watched the movie Underwater? <laughs> no, no, I haven't. I've watched I've watched movies. No, no, no. Underwater. Let's not go there. Is that what you're gonna say? Underwater, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Under a barrage of water. <laughs> it ain't water. No, what's the line from um Boy Who Could Fly? Yeah, it's not water. It's, it's not water. <laughs> Adam, uh, favorite Wes Anderson film. You know, I thought Wes Anderson was going to come up, and I'm, I'm not the biggest fan. I'm not like, he's, no, really? look at his dollhouse yeah. aesthetic. Uh, oh, look, Grand, Grand Budapest. I went and saw that at um, at Nova, and I remember, I think Christian told me that uh, it's the longest playing, biggest grossing film basically Nova's ever had. But I mean, I just, Ray Fiennes is, and Edward, well, actually everyone in it is really, really great. Yeah, so Grand, Grand Budapest would be my pick. Excellent. Guillermo. Should Disney no. stop making live action adaptations of the yeah. animated classics or, or should they continue? No, nah, man, waste your money, whatever you want. Um, it's all good. Just the way I see it is. You've heard of Disney. If it's though, a right? good movie, it's a good movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like the way I see it is if it's a good movie, it's a good movie. And if it's a remake, we get two good movies. If it's a bad one, well, screw it. I still got the original. Boom. Yeah. Like that's the way I see it. It's not a big deal. Fair way to look at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Fair way to look at it. Uh, Glenn, favourite decade for Aussie cinema? 90s. 90s? Care to elaborate? Yeah, a few titles. Because of the big steel. Yeah, right, right. And, <laughs> and the sum of it? And <laughs> yeah, and um, Yeah, but I'm thinking more of those like, um, you know, your hunting and your Boulevard of Broken Dreams and your, oh, okay. uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Grievous Bodily Harm, all those ones. Yeah, l- less of the angst and occasional coarse language and... Hotel de Love, and less of those movies. <laughs> I wish I owned a thirty-five mil print of Home Hotel de Love. That would uh, <laughs> Hotel Sorrento that would be amazing. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that would be amazing. Hey Ben, what's that movie that was made in the nineties <laughs> and is an Aussie film set on a nudist beach? Irons. <laughs> no, no, yeah, but that was a good one. Is that Maslin Beach? Is that what it's called? Maslin Beach. 
That's the one. Yes, that's that's overdue for a Blu-ray release or even 4K. I think it would look stunning in ultra high definition. You know what's overdue for it for any kind of <laughs> hotel to love. I know I know where they can get a print to scan it. Hotel, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. What kind of maniac would own that? Oh, uh, yeah. no, I was thinking of Sweet yep, Talker yep. with Brian Brown and Karen yep. Allen. That movie desperately needs a, a Blu-ray release. Is that the one where they're marooned on an island? No, that's the that's oh, love yeah. letters. Yeah. I think that's where yeah. Brian Brown's the postman. No, this one is the one where Brian Brown is a, a kind of ex-con who uh, heads to this kind of small, I think it's a Queensland town, and convinces them all that he's going to build a theme oh, park based movie. on this yes. dune ship yes. that they have. Yeah, and then it, it's all a big con to get the to get their cash, but he actually he falls in love with Karen oh, Allen. Man, he doesn't really change his ways, really, but he just he doesn't rip everyone you, off. You as need much to as have a whisper into uh, Umbrella's ear. That needs to happen, man. I've I've had Mark Hartley. I've had Mark Hartley. Hassling them sounds like it. sounds like home entertainment gold. Now, Adam, question for you, my good man: Taxi Driver or Goodfellas? Ooh. Oh, oh, man, that's a, oh, this is that's honestly the toughest question that's been thrown at anyone all night. Just straight up is. I mean, I, I watched, I got Taxi Driver on um, Blu-ray the other day and I watched Goodfellas in 4K on my new Netflix subscription just the other day. Oh, dude, this is a Sophie's Choice, Savage. Um, <laughs> this is hard, man, this is actually hurting. This is actually hurt. Like, I feel like I can't ever come back from this decision. I can, I can um, tell you, like, he, this, should, this should help you out with this with your decision right in goodfellas does robert de niro take anyone to a porn theater on a first date because <laughs> if that doesn't happen then the That's answer the is taxi driver <laughs> you know but when he when he drags on his when he drags on his ciggy and he decides everyone's gonna die, die yeah that is pretty oh, man, look man i look every time goodfellas plays and taxi driver plays i go to the astro and see it about good man goodfellas mm -hmm. you leave that movie just vibrating your bars you feel like you're on drugs after you finish that movie good goodfellas i have to it's just such a fucking good movie man uh, but look we'll both that 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 actually that, that yeah, hurts. Yeah. i felt that I, I that was more than more than glenn invalidating my critical status before on the title <laughs> this one hurt this one hurt the most well as long as we all now know that Adam hates Taxi Driver. Yeah. <laughs> you, just, you just straw man me. Oh, straw man. It was a good film. I don't care what you say, Adam. <laughs> Guillermo, now Back to the Future 2 or Gremlins 2? Back to the Future. I th Both came out the same year. Yeah, yeah, Back to the Future. I think that stands out really well. Gremlins 2, I don't know. Like, for me, that was ultra forgettable. Uh, I, I didn't mind it watching it, but <laughs> nah, nah. Just Back to the Future 2 all the way. Glenn, Glenn's going to race through the screen. I, I, I know. I if Glenn's screen uh, frozen. No, no, he's a just like frozen rage. <laughs> yeah, it's a classic. It's underrated. It's a classic, but uh, for me, Back to the Future 2 is just so much fun. I just uh, That whole trilogy for me just holds such a a high point in my whole filmography that I love it so much. Yes, makes sense. Fair enough. Now, now we're back to you, Glenn. Best British film. Your what favorite the hell British kind of film, actually, not best that? British film. Your favorite British film. You know, I can't even think of any mm. British films. <laughs> like, there's like millions of them. 
Oh, you, you uh, look, no. There's Gordon's <laughs> in a funeral. <laughs> the Company of Wolves. The Full Monty game. <laughs> Billy, Billy Elliot. Elliot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm going to go with um, Bloody yeah. Sunday. Oh, classic. Ooh. Classic. That's serious. Uh, ben, John Cusack <laughs> or James Spader? I would have, like, like, 10 years ago, 20 years ago, I would have said, John Cusack, like no competition, but I just keep hearing about how much of a complete yeah. asshole he is. Yeah, that it's really, it's really tainted my uh, my view on him. Like, I mean, he's like those movies are great, but James Spader, James Spader is great because he can play, he can play a complete asshole, and he can also play like a hero, and you completely forget when he was doing the opposite Ooh. when you're watching him in those in any of those roles. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the Spider-Man goes James Spader precisely. And and it's funny because now when you ever watch John yeah. Cusack, you can only think about the stories you've heard, and you're like, oh, not so, so not so much a nice guy. No, Plus, the last sucking. ten years of his films probably haven't been worth watching anyway. At least James Spader chooses TV shows I'm not that interested in, but other people enjoy, and all credit to him. So good answer, man. I'm with you, James Spader. It is Adam. Just recovered from the last one. Favorite Clint Eastwood helmed feature. So it's something that oh, Clint Eastwood has directed. Easy, yeah. easy, straight up. Oh, shit. Actually, no, no. You <laughs> I, I, no I watched, because I watched Unforgiven again the other night, man. And it's so rad. It is such a sick movie. Hackman, like Hackman. Richard Harris. I mean, everything about it is, you know, just so rock and roll. And that monologue at the end. But I always have a soft spot for Million Dollar Baby, man. That movie rocked me when I saw it. And I just think it's a slow burn. And that reveal at the end, and like when he leans in and tells her what it means, like, oh my God, like it's still, it gives me chills. Like, so neck and neck, but look, Unforgiven is just rad. It is tough. William Money, William Money for the win. Very nice, very nice. Guillermo, favorite indie movie of the 90s? So something that's produced by say, um, Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> Was it like everything? He produced all of them in the nineties. Yeah, he produced all the indie movies. Oh everything. man, probably some early Tarantino thing that got me in to cinema was produced by Weinstein, and it was it was probably under the indie label at that time. Uh, probably Reservoir Dogs. Yeah, nice. It's a great pick. Like I'd say that, like honestly, that was such a milestone for me when I rented that. I was like, I don't know how old I was five or something but um <laughs> it, it was you didn't buy a copy of it off, off blend did you, you didn't buy well, a i didn't even like blend. say that <laughs> i actually snuck that in in like a remember when you could buy like 10 tapes for like oh not buy but yep. rent 10 tapes for seven days yep. yeah so i snuck that in and like assumed my dad would not notice and he, he basically <laughs> didn't he was just like yeah he noticed and at home the, the whole trip i'm like avoiding the placement of the tape it was insane it was it was quite a feat have you ever had one of those days where everything just turns to shit how much is on the till 300 cash give or take how much is in that? Rob the ATM. We can just rip it out of the wall. Is that a flare gun? No. This is one of those. Let's recap, shall we? You have A, wreck my car, and B, wreck my cake. Which means that you have C, wreck my birthday. And I've got the two of you with a sweet little debt to pay. I want Donnie dead. 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 
Fair enough. Right here. Pretty safe to say that right here is where the whole mess began. This is where you'll find him. And remember, Roy, it's important you don't kill him until after he tells you where it is. Not a problem, Skip. Tell us where it is, and we'll be on our way. You know where it is, don't you? Where what is the merchandise, bro? Wow! It's dirty. Donnie's here. Put him on. I can't. I killed him. You killed him. Kind of. Kind of. Can someone be kind of dead? He's dead. He's definitely dead. You guys shot the wrong man, didn't you? It was meant to be the skin man, not the fat man. Fat man. Really fat. What about the merchandise? What merchandise? Freddy stole it from him, killed him, and then gave it to you. Did the fat guy give it to you? Or did the skinny guy give it to you? Where is it? You're undressing me with your eyes. What? What's going on, babe? I'm hungry. He's undressing me with his eyes. Hey, you're a little skank! You treat me like an idiot, and I don't like it. You don't like it? I do not. You know, there's a saying. You teach people how to treat you. What? All right, well, congratulations. You've reached the four-hour mark of the show, which, incidentally, is the halfway point. (laughs) (laughs) And obviously, that was the trailer for the new crime comedy out of New Zealand called Low Down Dirty Criminals. And the reason we play that today, as we said earlier, is that Jarrett is the guy who cut that trailer together. He shot the the behind-the-scenes on the film, and not to mention, he's in charge of all the marketing, too. So, impressive work, mate. Thanks, man. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's been a hell of a trip. So hopefully we'll see good box office and hopefully Ben and I can get back to New Zealand and shoot shoot uh, BTS on another movie. Actually, we have already. So we've done another movie that's coming out next year. But uh, hopefully we can get back over there again because I just love the experience of being over in New Zealand. The people are friendly. The crews are really professional. And the yeah, supermarkets it's just, are great. The supermarket is terrific, and you get them takeaway <laughs> jumbo-sized sausages to eat. Oh, we're talking about uh, actual... You can't ask for much more than that, yeah. And, and... Sausages or something else here? Yeah, like, this is getting... No, 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 it's all about board, I assure no, you. It's um, good. Jumbo sausage, you'll <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Adam, <laughs> that leaves you, mate. We're all lined, we're all lined up, mate, so do your best. All right, okay, I'm, I'm coming at you. Um, I hope, Jared, uh, you're... Cab off the rank. I hope I don't uh, uh, contain the movie that you're just talking about. But uh, who's the most over- who's the most overrated actor? Uh, most overrated actor. Ooh, mm. that's, a, that's a good one. Um, God damn. Uh, oh yeah, that's that's a tough one. Far out. Like I'm I'm so not full of hate these days. Um, Avatar. <laughs> Avatar. Gee, Avatar. I- Avatar. Oh, what, Joel Edgerton, is it? Is that his name? Sam Worthington. He's not getting roles anywhere. No one cares about him. No, 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 Joel Edgerton is a good actor. Sorry, it's the other guy. Joel Edgerton is a good actor. He's the guy from where... um, I can't even remember his name. Was he in Neighbours at a point in time? Sam Worthington. Sam Worthington, yeah. But no one... Does anyone actually (laughs) think he's a good actor? But he's not overrated, is he? Yeah. I, I I think... 
Yeah, Sam Worthington thinks he's a good actor. The lack of gigs should be telling him something. Um, (laughs) I really want to aim high for someone. Uh, I'm going to say, look, overrated. I'm going to go Melissa McCarthy in terms of people think she's funny and I don't think she's terribly funny, but I don't hate her anymore because I've seen some things she's done like Spy. That was all right. I, I had some time for that. But I don't think she's very funny in general. You know, she's no yeah, Rebel Wilson, deeply, that's for sure. It's a, a deeply uh, Buddh- a Buddhist right, answer from yeah. you, Jared. That's very nice. All right. Ben, what's your favourite movie cameo? Uh, ooh, favourite movie cameo. Uh, that would probably be uh, something with Melissa McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, geez, that's a good question. Favorite movie. My favorite movie cameo would be Paul Bartel and Mary Warrenov, who pop up in Chopping Mall <laughs> as yeah. as the Blands Raul. from yes. Eating Raul. It's so good. So right. good. Man. Yep. What's the first film that you saw in a cinema? E.T. Wow. Yeah. At the Franks at the Frankston Cinemas, and I sat on the carpet in front of the screen and like laid down and just watched it. You love sitting at the front of the cinema, dude, don't you? From a very early age, you like sitting right near the near the front of the cinema. <laughs> <laughs> you got that right. Yeah. But not the front row anymore. No. Gamo, now don't um you can't ruin this. You can only say the title. What movie has the best twist? Oh, that's tough. There's so many going through my head right now. Um Shock Me the Most. What's that shocked you the most? Not necessarily, a, uh, not necessarily a twist, but a shock ending for me because I really liked the film when I was younger. It was Arlington Road? I couldn't believe that ending. Uh, at the time, I was just like, "Can this happen? Like, can you really be that yeah, ruthless for an ending?" Um, that one. Then, um, just to think of a more cliche one that always comes up. I saw the secretly blown away yeah. when that happened. When I saw it in cinemas. Um, so I'm going to go those two. Yeah, cool. They're good answers. They're good answers. Uh, back to Jarrett. You're going to like it. This is actually, this is probably going to mess you up. What is your favorite movie monster? Um, the Brundle fly from uh, The Fly. Yeah. Yeah. No it's just shit. incredible. Uh, today, it's incredible. Today I caught up with a friend and I proposed that question to him and he had the same answer. Oh, what, really? Wow. And, it, straight it, away. and it's a timeless timeless design and yeah, it's just he, so much said. humanity yeah. in it as well it conveys humanity it's also quite scary so he was talking about cgi versus practical effects and he's like the fly man i still think about that yeah. Yeah. magnificent like just such a magnificent and it's you you really don't get to see enough of it which is even better because it leaves you wanting more it's just it is magnificent and there's something about it like i don't know whether it, it kind of looks like Jeff Goldblum as well, maybe yeah. because it is so no, thin okay. and you know gangly, but um, it's it's a magnificent monster and it's a modern yeah. monster, obviously, but yeah, magnificent. Modern, I guess it was like it's over thirty years ago now, but it still feels like yesterday to me. Yeah, cool. I um, uh, Ben, I I don't know. I shouldn't lead you down this garden path. What is your guiltiest pleasure? <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel guilty about any of uh but that is a good question i guess 
Oh, it's got to be the Hallmark I mean, movies. I've been talking about it for years. I was, <laughs> I'm not, yeah, I do love a good Hallmark movie. Jesus Christ. No, actually, my guiltiest pleasure is the, uh, the, where Jesus is the, uh, the clerk at a diner, a roadside diner, and these like five or six couples all get stranded there during a thunderstorm. And he, and MC Rainey, I, I think it's MC Rainey, is a um, like yeah. the highway cop who uh, is basically the devil. And he, the Jesus, and he's got like a name tag that says Jesus. <laughs> like he doesn't pretend that he's anything but Jesus. And he try, and he just he gets angrier and angrier at them for not believing that he is Jesus, which is a very un-Jesus like thing <laughs> to do. But he basically just says, "You have to stay here and just have faith in me, and you'll survive the night." Or if you listen to the cop. And the cop is like, ah, oh, the road's clear. You can head out. And when they head out, they get killed in the rainstorm. It's a phenomenal movie. It's on the US. <laughs> I was going to say, I, I had either seen this film. Yeah. You have told me about this film before. But it also is very similar to an episode of 50s Twilight Zone as well. Right. Where a cafe diner acts as a, you know, limbo sort of, you know, purgatory sort of place before souls pass and are stuck there. But yeah. I have either seen the movie you're talking about or you have told me about it mm-hmm. so many times that I'm convinced I've seen it. <laughs> seen it. I want to watch it's it a, now. I want to it's it's a phenomenal it film. watch it for the first time. Yeah, yeah you've got it's to on hit, US gotta, Netflix, is it? It's, it's there, like there is a whole religious category oh, on US I'm Netflix. all over it. I'm uh, on it. And they're all oh, great. Yeah. Very guilty pleasure. Yeah. Most <laughs> of the time they star uh, Cliff from Cheers too. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He always plays an angel. It's a pleasure play. Now, Glenn, this one has been uh, lobbed at you just before, kind of, but with the film that disturbed you the most, which you said that you didn't. But is there a film that has scared you the most, or what was the last movie that you saw that you thought was actually scary? Well, the the first question I've covered on Fake Shampoo like many, many times, and that would be like the original, um, actually Nightmare on Elm Street two and Ghoulies double feature back to back, which was I was six years yeah. old, and it was just the tagline of Ghoulies mm. that scared the shit out of me. They'll get you in the end. And um, I was at a house party, the house party, I was yeah. at a slumber party and um, ran all the way home because I was at a friend's house because I just couldn't bear to stick around <laughs> to the rest of ghoulies. Thought they'd get me in the end. Yeah. <laughs> Add that to the Sunday list. Let's check it again. Um, Guillermo, yeah. what is your favourite uh, needle drop in a movie? What's your favourite song? Like your favourite song use in film? Oh, man, I'm so bad at this. Uh, favourite song that just is suddenly like playing in a film yeah like, yeah just like a needle where you're just like damn like you know like you already like the song or that it's just really implemented well into the film something iconic for you um oh, i just can't remember the name it was in kill bill one i just can't remember the name of the song when she's versing lucy Lou out in the snow covered rear of the um after Diversing the 88. I just can't remember the name of the yeah, song. Is like, that the one where they do the, um, it's part of these boots or that Nancy Sinatra song? The shot, bang, bang, you shot me down. But it's like a remix. Is that what? Uh, is no, that it goes into about? like, um, it's a classic. Oh my God, this is going to drive me insane. Does anyone actually know it? Or are they just going to look at me? Glenn, do you know? I know the song you mean because it's sort of a. You've been giving extra jobs to Glenn all night. He can put, he can put a little banner down the bottom. I'm pretty sure. So kill Bill. Okay. Is it is it Dave Dobbin slices? All right, Jared. If Jared, it's not, it should be. Back 
to you. I'm, I'm really interested in your answer here. And this, is, and this is going back to what we were talking about before. What in your mind is the worst use of CGI ever? Oh, the worst use of CGI ever. Uh, one of the stands out to me that was bad as soon as I saw it upon theatrical release was Gods of Egypt. Um, a recent film by an Aussie director. Um, I, I fight with was, him on Facebook now. Then <laughs> so. is is he is he is he's is his politics? Oh, he's, is he very? He's cool. Yeah, yeah. Alex, Alex has cooked it. I mean, it's great. Yeah, Someone said I, I was fighting on my phone the other night. They go, "Who are you fighting with?" I'm like, "The director of The Crow." <laughs> <I'm> like, yeah, <laughs> that's so much better than say the director of Gouge Days or Have you heard of Gods of Egypt? <laughs> Gods of Egypt, it's, it's amazing because the film came out and I saw it like, I went to a preview screening of it and this movie opened pretty much globally at the same time and the effects looked like they were from a film that was made like, like 10 years freaky ago. Vids. So, yeah, absolutely. There's so little definition and detail in anything that the entire crowd in the background <laughs> looked like they were Sims and they were like not fleshed out or developed at all. It's like they ran out of money and went, no, don't worry, we won't get the guy to render those. Just, yeah. just pop it in the backdrop. <laughs> but it's, it, yeah, it is just a, a hideous looking okay. film and it's a terrible movie, but I found it thoroughly entertaining and I liked the, um, the lacklustre yeah. CGI. I think it added to the overall charm of the yeah. movie. Gods of um, But yeah, nice. yeah, it's right. Ben, horrible. Ben, yeah, yeah. you're next. What is the last movie that made you ugly cry? Ooh, ugly cry. Mm, like real, like can't you have to go home? You can't even stay. You can't even talk about it. You have to go uh, straight home. You have to go to bed. <laughs> ah. Oh, that's a good question. Jeez. Uh, I was just watching something the other day that was like that, and I can't remember what it was. I watched Sing Street. Glenn told me to watch Sing Street, and I got so upset by the ending I had to go to bed. <laughs> that usually happens to me uh, with adultery movies, <laughs> like. Uh, like I remember watching, uh, was it, what's that? Zoe Deschanel movie. Um, or... <laughs> no, I mean, that's a, that's a, that, that has enough in it to make you cry yeah. for, uh, for different reasons. Oh no. But no, that, it played at Miff. Um, all of, not all the boys or um, something like that. It played at Miff and uh, I was in the cinema watching it and she, she is the first, it wasn't, it was the second thing I'd ever seen her in because I'd seen her in Mumford. And this is like, I was like, oh, who's this? She's great. And then I watched, I went to see this movie uh, and I was in the cinema, kind of like set, you know, center of the cinema in the middle row. And she just, she screws, she screws around on her boyfriend who's like fall, absolutely falling in love with her. And I was just like feeling, I was feeling <laughs> ill. And I was like, oh, this makes me feel, I feel so bad for this guy. It's like, this is a horrible and I can't leave. Like I'm trapped in the middle of this row. Um, yeah, I think that would be it. I have to look <laughs> on the internet and find out what it's called, but I think that oh, would be we'll, it. We'll get Glenn to put another banner yeah. down. <laughs> <laughs> and so speaking now. of Glenn, you're next. What is a movie that everyone loves but you hate? Sound of Music. Oh, <laughs> I hate that movie. Oh, good. Yeah, not I'm everyone. You, I, I have never seen it. Yeah. Never seen it. Oh, The Hustle, dude. Everyone That's... loved The Hustle. Did they do it? Wilson. <laughs> You weren't a fan of that one, but I tell you what, like Rotten Tomatoes spoke for itself. The critics could not shut up Which about one? it. They were saying, brilliant, brilliant. The Hustle. Um, Anna the Kendrick, hustle. was it Anna Kendrick or was it the other girl that I get to keep? Anne Hathaway. Oh, Anne Hathaway? Like, Anne Hathaway, yeah, I get the two of them. Yeah, yeah right. Damn wait, them. Wait, wait, what, Glenn, what did you hate, Glenn? There's got to be something you hate. I can't think. Like, I tend not to remember movies oh, I Eddie, hate. Eddie the Eagle. 
Eddie the no, Eagle. No, I like I like that. I didn't love it. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, I thought you, you hated it. That was you, Jared. No, you hated no, it. No, Jared. Oh, no, I loved it. I got it on 4K. <laughs> yeah. I love it. That's the movie, yeah. That's a big yeah. call for that film. Jared, <laughs> Jared came <laughs> while watching that movie and then cried. Um, <laughs> I did. I saw, it, I saw it twice, the actual A little bit of we came out. Because I missed the first, I missed the end the first time because I had to go and clean up. Yeah, I haven't got an answer for you, dude, because I don't remember the movies I hate. I just like to remember the ones I love. Well, we can just be yeah, safe. in the banner down the bottom again, like the movie. I love that you keep talking about oh, these banners, but we're a podcast. I know. I <laughs> it's, well, it's subliminal then. It's on another You can just cut in. You can just cut in. The film Becky. Yeah. Yeah. All the Real Girls, 2003. Right. Hey, that was that the movie? Was that the movie, Ben? Yeah, that's, oh, that's no. The movie, yeah. I haven't it's seen that movie, girls. but yeah, I remember seeing the artwork in that for the movie. Um, right. So yeah, I didn't realize Zoe Deschanel was in it. Okay. It's yeah. gonna, um, it appears that you were born in uh, 1995, but uh, <laughs> from the way people have been bullying you in these movies, what is the best car chase? Don't say Fast and Furious, but what is the best? <gasps> Fast and Furious 3. Tokyo Drift 100%. I'm going to say it's probably the French Connection or Ronan. I see. Um, oh, see. Look, oh, nice. See, I was worried that you were going to say the French Connection. Is that something that I should be studying? I wasn't. You know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's that's cute. That's cute. <laughs> Listen, all, all, as long as you oldies realize that there are new films and they have to be watched, watched occasionally. As long as we can put that out there. And by the way, I'm saying oldies, and I'm 32, so that's just saying something. Um, when I was writing this today, I looked this up, and and still regarded today, French Connection is still regarded as the number one. Oh, it's phenomenal. It, it, like, it created editing rhythms for how to film car chases. Although the director of Ronan did direct The French Connection too. Exactly. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And he also directed To Live and Die in LA, which has amazing yeah, and that's, car that, chases. That's a totally underrated film. And he also directed Jade, which has some car chases. Not that amazing, but it does no, have Nothing about that film is that good. Getting naked. I don't know. Yeah. Bruce, so, you know, we have yeah, we have that, that's about the one. We thing. have confused our directors there because we're both talking about two different people. Okay, all right. right. I, I'm yeah, William Friedkin and uh, John Frankenheimer. That's it. William Friedkin was the first three. I just threw John Frankenheimer. He's the freaking oh, okay. best man. <laughs> but yeah, pro- I, I, if I had to decide, I'd say I'd say Ronan because Friedkin and Frankenheimer. Yeah. Ronan for me would be the the best. All right, I'm on to my last round of questions here. And these are the very serious questions. Uh, starting with you, Jared, who's your biggest movie crush? Ooh. I know it. This is a tough one, right? It, it is, it is you've got two. It you've change. got two. And usually, you know. Oh, well, yeah, okay. But are you going to guess this one? I'm going to go real left of field with this one, dude. It. But it's only for a small era of time. So it's only really <laughs> from the early 80s through to probably through to about 88 before VI Wachowski, uh, Kathleen Turner, um, <laughs> and particularly Kathleen Turner and Peggy Sue got married. Francis Ford Coppola's greatest film, better than The Godfather of Apocalypse yeah, now. Nice. Um, I'm glad you specified. I'm glad you specified. Her in that movie. Oh, that movie in particular. But I mean, Jewel and I are romancing a stunt short and body oh, heat, totally, of course, yeah, yeah. But, um, but absolutely Peggy Sue got married because, yeah, she's just something else in it. It's amazing. Nothing like women in their 90s now. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ben. I, thought you, I thought you were going to say Phoebe Cates. So did I, or Marissa oh Tomei. Oh, my God, yes, of course. Yeah. Or Marissa Tomei. I, sorry, and, and Phoebe Cates any era because she never ages because she is just a pure angel. So 
Um, but yeah, <laughs> but I, you know, I'll stick with Kathleen Turner because like everyone. Hang on, Jared. Didn't you try to stalk Phoebe Kate to the shop? She's got a shop in New York. Yeah, Danny and I were going to go there, but I don't know what happened. We didn't end up going. It's got knocked out by Kevin Klein. Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, exactly. Sharp you got Kevin Close Klein. Uh, yeah, of course, Phoebe Cates, man. Uh, completely like, right. now I feel like I betrayed her as well. <laughs> I felt bad because I was, I was also Gina Davis. Gina Davis, uh, you know, through Ooh. to the late 80s, Gina Davis before the 90s, before the plastic surgery and the bleached hair and, and all that. Um, Rinny Harlan nonsense, but anyway, <laughs> that's it for me. I'm, I'll stick with Kathleen Turner. Very, 80, very, 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 1986. Very good. Choice. Ben, <laughs> what is what's the most disappointing sequel you've ever seen? Like, what were you g'd up for, and then you saw it and it just deflated? What was what's your saddest sequel experience? Oh, that's a good question. It's a hard question. Jeez. The sequel, because we all know shitty sequels, but what were you, what were you happy for? What were you waiting for? And it just uh, does it have to be sequels, or can it be like films from another direct, like the, a director that you're really looking forward to, and then you was thought sucked? I can see him. He's he, he's thinking. He's in. Yeah, I'm really I'm like I'm really trying to. I just I can't think of any off the top of my head. Like I know, like I was really disappointed in. Uh, the man who wasn't there. The oh, yeah. Brothers oh film. man, that's amazing. That's my second uh, favorite Coen Brothers film I, of all time. I spent the whole movie just listening to James Gandolfini's yeah, breathing. Yeah, yeah, it really yeah. upset me. Uh, he's got he's uh, got the whole film. He's got one movie off. twice theatrically. So his breathing turned me on. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> you watch yeah. the Last Castle. They they mixed they mixed his breathing so well in the last castle that in the cinema you could hear the walls vibrating. Is that the genesis? You feel it. That's what they got the from. It felt like you were living in a giant. It was, it was originally called Gandhi Atmos. I've, I've given you a very. I've given Glenn. I've given you a very simple, um, a very simple question, but I'm actually interested in the answer. Um, Scorsese or Tarantino? Scorsese with a bullet. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, I thought it might surprise you. Got a bit of Tarantino going on behind there, behind you. Oh yeah, just also got some Brian Trenchard Smith though. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. (laughs) I don't know. I think I, you know, that Tarantino is all pastiche, and you know, yeah, Scorsese. There's a lot more integrity. Anyway, yeah, I thought I I, look. I I wholeheartedly agree with your answer there, and I, I. (laughs) <laughs> now, I, the, my last question, and my last question is for Guillermo, and this is, I'm actually quite proud of this question, and I think this question is a very good one to finish this whole episode on. Guillermo, I'll, tell you what, I'll be the judge of that, that's cool. Guillermo, Guillermo <laughs> what, is, what is the number one film that you're looking forward to seeing when we can finally go back to the movie? In a matter of days, I'll be watching Tenet. <laughs> Where? When you I'm very excited. I'll be... Where am I seeing it? How? In Sydney. He's in Sydney. Uh, right? At a cinema, and I purchased a ticket. It's weird how things work. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> Science. <laughs> no, I, I am ridiculously excited for it. I've been excited <laughs> since it was announced. So. You asshole. You yeah, no. As long as all you guys know, suck shit. Thank you so much. <laughs> Would you consider going to see that the drive-in and do you yeah. have face time <laughs> <laughs> the piracy part it's awkward viewing for you guys ever you'd be like yeah. i can make out yeah oh, gee it's it's facing your crotch <laughs> <laughs> okay in the in the, in the nature of 
rapid fire. Mm. Okay, Glenn, what is your film? What's your number one film you want to see? Oh, shit. Um, oh, Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. Okay. Ben? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know what. <laughs> What's the next Hallmark movie? Coming out. I don't know. Coming out. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, okay. I got um, no idea yeah, what's what's been held held back. Jared, pick two. Help him. Pick um, two. Military wise, will we back on at the movies again, Ben? You ha- have you watched that yet? You know what, guys? I just love the fact that um, I love I love the fact that we get to the seven hour mark of this episode, and Adam <laughs> decides to stretch it out even longer. <laughs> When I say it, so hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. Low down, dirty criminals. <laughs> yeah. When that opens, yeah, I've got to go see that. Go see that one. Oh, I want to see. Oh, I want to see Ben's name on the big screen as, as the, at the on the credits. Ben's name in there. Yeah. Yeah, behind the scenes. Awesome. Behind the yeah. scenes sound. Yeah. My first, my first uh, feature film credit. All right, <laughs> that brings us to the end of the show. I wanted to say how fun was that. It kind of was, but it was excruciating too because I can tell right now that I've got a big job ahead of me editing this thing. So uh, I think if we can make these Royal Rumble episodes a semi-regular thing, uh, perhaps we can do it more often uh, if we can get the uh, tech side of it under control. But Jarrett, Guillermo, Adam, you're a bunch of legends. Is there anything you all want to add before we sign off? If we get if we get cancelled, I didn't endorse any jokes, anything that was said in this entire. <laughs> I just can't believe that Adam hates Taxi Driver, and I just want to put that out there. It's all good. And I still stand by the fact of Kathleen Turner in 1986. That's all. <laughs> and 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 also and also thanks, thanks elderly people. <laughs> Now, earlier in the show, we played a 30-second TV spot from a mystery movie. And if you are one of the first two people to guess what that movie was, then you're going to win this week's giveaway. Thanks to Eagle Entertainment, we have copies of the dystopian sci-fi fantasy Radio Flash and the brand new alien sci-fi horror film Proximity. So email your answers to glenn at fakeshemp.net. The first two people with the correct answer are going to win those beauties. And that's all she wrote, folks. So, Ben, it's always a pleasure, mate. Cheers for sharing the mic with the others today. I guess we'll catch you on next week's show. You will indeed. And thanks for all of you out there for sticking it out. This has been a massive show. Um, It's a different show, but we hope you had as much fun as we did. Next week, we'll be back to regular programming and our special guest will be Beth Darlington, a London-based paranormal investigator who's going to be here to talk about ghost movies and all that stuff. So that's going to be heaps of fun. Be sure to share the show across socials. Your support is important to us. Now, to take us out, we've got another song lined up. This one is from the editor-in-chief of Screen Realm. This is none other than Guillermo himself under the alias of Descriptic. This oh, one's shit. this one's called Riders. It's a fairly new track. Guillermo, do you want to? I'm throwing you under the bus here. Is there anything you want to add? Yeah, you totally caught me off guard. Um, yeah, it's my latest single called Riders, and I hope you all like it. Um, if you like it, understand that this episode I was hanging out in a retirement village, and these guys mean well. Straight up, thanks so much, guys. Well, thank you, sir. And uh, what you don't know is that your wife knew I was going to do that to you. Uh, Well, anyway, here it is, Writers by Descriptic. We'll see you next week, everyone. Good Movie Monday.
tonight. We gon' party how you like. You the hottie by my side, but let's get you a phone or ride it hold tight. Let's bounce up down. Or just stay in and eat out. Damn, just saying, doing that is a thing. Up late, we play. Up, 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 my play. Okay, I'm playing now. <laughs> you can lay it out, right, right. We've been through it all. Take a load off. I'ma get my all till we doze off. One for the real ones from the junk. She been kicking ass since no funds. Put them on. And this one for the real ones from the junk. She been sticking to this rough ride. One time for my riders. She down, so I'm right beside her. One time for my riders. You the ones so tonight. We gon' party up, party up. Through with me, head down, shake it round, get loose, crazy head the way you move. Let's get loose, hey boo, be my rule, hey that. You stuck with me through thick and thin, couple goals, we a win, dropping jaws, you a ten, stop them all when you enter the room, babe. You got me so bad. We've been through it all, take a load off. I'ma get my all till we doze off. Girl, you know me, huh? A little naughty, huh? Get to sipping for ya and keep it pouring up. Put them on, this one for the real ones. From the junk, she been kicking ass since no funds. Put them on, this one for the real ones. From the junk, she been sticking through this rough ride. One time 